Welcome back everyone, we are Honest Iceland, your Icelandic friends from Iceland and from Germany. Every week we share with you great stories, little known mysteries and how to explore the island like a pro. Get to know its inhabitants, their everyday life and learn what makes Iceland so unique. Honestly, I think this episode is going to be pretty honest. <laughs> So in our last week's episode, we pointed out uh, a lot of things that we love about Iceland and a lot of things that might make you decide to move to Iceland. And still for me, Iceland is the best choice for a place to live and to eventually get old. It's safe, sparsely populated, and the nature is breathtaking. But nothing is perfect. And if you consider moving to Iceland, this episode can help you get a better idea of what to expect. Especially when the honeymoon phase is over. So what I mean with that is the time after arrival when everything is new and exciting, which was for me and every place you you go you really love and and find super fascinating but after a while you start to see things that are a little bit dissatisfying what do you think ali as a as a native icelander what do i think <laughs> about what i just said <laughs> just woke you up yeah. or something yeah. i don't i don't get it what <laughs> Good morning. Uh, no, what, what do you think? Are there, I mean, we talked about great things yeah. in Iceland and now we talk about things that are a little bit, that come to me just after living here for a while, you know, because in the beginning it's also pretty and great and nice and then you're realizing all the little things that annoy you, like in a relationship, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So what do you dislike the most in Iceland? I, I, I think I know the answer. It starts with a W. Yeah, all right. So, <clears throat> yeah, so I agree. I, I dislike the weather. I, Well, the the winter... I thought you said winter. <laughs> the winter weather. Yeah, the winter weather. I don't like it. The winter... The winter can be okay, but the winter weather can be really annoying. And if you would ask me what the most iconic Icelandic thing is... It's probably scraping ice from your win from the window of your car with a credit card. <laughs> I think this is the I think every Icelander has done this at least once. And I think this is the most Icelandic thing ever. Uh, but I yeah, I really dislike the winter weather. Because we always have snow. And like snow looks very pretty until you start to walk in it. Then <laughs> it's not so pretty anymore. And uh, the problem with the snow in Iceland is it's, it constantly rains in the winter as well. And then the snow gets wet and mushy and just everything gets disgusting. And really slippery. Yeah, and really that, slippery that's, as well. That's, yeah. So there's not always snow. And if there is no snow, then it rains and it freezes over during the night. And you have like a complete ice sheet in the morning. Yeah. And I know some people that broke, you know, their... Their arms or hands while falling, you know, and you fall and you yes, land yes. on your hand and it's it's quite dangerous. So that's why the first winter for me, which was last winter, I bought crampons. Cr it, yeah. cr 
crampons, right? Yeah, yeah in, crampons. In bonus. And uh, I started to walk in my crampons because I never had a car in Icelandic winter really, maybe for a few for a few uh, months. But usually I took the bus to work and the bus is always or most of the times already warmed up. So I was always laughing about the people stressing in the morning, scraping with their credit cards. I just walk to the bus and the bus is cozy. Yeah, but the problem with the bus is it's always late. Yes. And then you're standing in the freezing cold waiting for a bus that was supposed to be there 15 minutes ago. Ah, oh, that's the worst. There is a good story about how unpredictable Icelandic winter is. When I lived in Selfoss, which is a city in uh, South Iceland, I had this day planned which I was going to move to Reykjavik. And this was the day with a complete crazy snow storm, or not snowstorm, but snowfall. So we all woke up in the morning to huge amounts of snow. And of course, the, the famous connection between Selfos and Reykjavik, Hetlisheide, was closed. So I was sitting there on the day of my move and I couldn't do anything. I was sitting there with my suitcases uh, looking at the map, you know, on safe travel, waiting for the road to open again. And it was just, you know, when you're packing everything, I cleaned my room in the hostel. I was all ready in my mind. And then this is just, you, that's why I admire Icelanders for their um, ability to be so spontaneous. Because you you know me, I really when I plant something, I want it to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and Icelanders are more relaxed about this, I feel, because they know there there will be always something, the weather, storm, something can happen, and then you just have to change your plan. So another thing that. In, in connection with the winter is the darkness in the winter. That really is hard for me to, to live with. And winter is coming just now. And the darkness is coming as well. So we have about four hours of daylight in the wintertime. You can recover from it until basically Christmas. Because before Christmas, you have this like Christmas time. Everything is Christmassy. The lights... Um, this, the streets are full of decoration and when this is over then comes January and for me January, February is kind of the most depressing time my birthday great <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean I, I, found, I found it less depressing the first year after I moved here which was, uh, which was the time when I lived in Selfos I don't know if it was because it was just the first time the first winter or it was because I lived in the countryside. <laughs> because um, I had a hot tub. I could see the northern lights almost every every three days. And it was much easier to, to live with the winter time than when you're just in Reykjavik. And I mean, last winter I lived in a garage, so it was depressing itself. So the winters are very dark. And I think you, you really need to actively prevent yourself from from getting very very depressed by this going to the pools lighting some candles go to the cinema go outside while it's bright um, 
with the sun with the sun coming up at when is it 11 o'clock 12 o'clock yeah um it's yeah it's like you go you go to work in the dark and you come home in the dark yeah but this is the same for most european countries as well yeah. but in iceland it's different because the i mean the sun rises at about 10 a.m i guess in europe but here it's 11 and 12 so that's that's much harder to deal with i feel Another thing that I I don't really dislike, but I think it's a little bit missing, uh, would would be a little bit of uh, nice culture, <laughs> like coffee coffee house culture, oh, and yeah. like wine culture, and just this like this like nice relaxed wipe. Uh, because I always feel like people um, people go to cafes and they don't even know what half of the stuff is. You know, they they look at the menu and they're just like, I just want black filtered coffee like I had every day since I was 16. (laughs) (laughs) You you can hear the coffee snobs (laughs) coming out again. Yeah, yeah. No, but I I just wanted to, like, there is very little, um, like, coffee house culture here in Iceland, I feel. It's more or less only students that go there to study. Yeah. And then old grumpy people. <laughs> Not to study, but to complain. Yeah, to, to complain, yeah. So they, if, if Yeah, they don't really understand. Like, yeah, I, I would love some Italian coffee culture here mm-hmm. in Iceland. It would be great. It would be nice. And I mean, we don't have Starbucks. We don't have any of the... Well, we have Dunkin' Donuts. No. Is it gone? gone? It's gone. Oh, okay. It's gone. We had... Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. And now we have the Icelandic franchise. Is it a franchise? Yeah. Teo Cafe and Cafe Tash. Yeah. Two franchises. Uh, But the... um, But uh, another thing I think is missing as well in this culture department is just like general downtown culture. Because there's almost nothing iconic about downtown. You have the church, Mm. the huge church. Well, you have you have some like and old. I mean, the church is not that old. It's not even. No. It's about eighty years old. I think yeah, it's not I, even a hundred years old. No, and I think it, there is like there are some like landmarks and some iconic places. But when you stroll downtown, you know, because Reykjavik is like a big capital city, in a way, you know, it's not like a huge one. But I mean, there's a there's a lot of tourists that come mm. through there. But you just feel like it's missing something. There's no like because I love going abroad to to capitals and you have the old town and then you have the new town. Mm-hmm. And there's always some history about something and the history that we have here is like this store did not used to be a tourist souvenir shop, <laughs> but now it is. <laughs> so that's yeah. the that's the culture and we had the you know, we had a very nice. There was a very nice coffee house in a basement called Ten Drops, and they just changed it to a wine bar called Ten Sips. So it's like, all right, yeah, that's that's better than a puffin store. And what I feel when I walk through Lögevegur, uh, the main shopping street, mm-hmm. is not not just now since COVID, but also before, 
the storefronts change every week when I walk through it. There's always like, okay, there's a new souvenir shop or whatever tourist crap shop and it doesn't survive. Then it, you see the for rent sign, Tilsöde yeah. uh, or something, uh, and or for sale sign. And then a new crappy shop comes yeah. in. And Open people sale. who really sell these Icelandic design ceramics or or jewelry or something they can barely survive because yeah. you don't come to iceland and buy a 400 dollar iceland made necklace you want to buy like a three dollar puffin yeah, you know it's, or a lava stone or yeah whatever it is and it feels like you know it felt like at a time that maybe the street below the main street Kvarviskata, would mm-hmm. be become like a a nicer street that get you know sheltered from the tourists but everything dies there it's like no store there is the french store that i still like yeah. i mean yeah. it's 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 very expensive but yeah, it's nice it's a it's a really nice little corner store mm-hmm. another th- cultural thing is the Christmas market, that's something I miss. Ah, the Weihnachtsmarkt, nice. mm-hmm. you know, the, the German Christmas market is so unique. Yeah, that's true. And it's something I really, really, really miss here in Iceland. They have, you have one Christmas no, market? We have, a, we have a few markets. But it's not the same. No, obviously, obviously not. Uh, yeah, the one we've been to last year that was yeah. in the forest. Yeah. But that's just very, very different. I mean, you don't have this like, uh, you know, like, uh, like a torque mm-hmm. where you just have a booth, like a booth next to another booth and you, you sell all this kind of Christmassy things. That's not really a thing. Um, you have the ice skating uh, yeah, but, place. But there is still, there is still um, downtown. They have started in recent years to have roasted almonds and hot wine the glue wine glue wine yeah mm-hmm. so that's pretty nice in the christmas time they really have glue wine I, I just yeah, remember yeah. last year i made my own glue wine at home <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah they have sometimes glue wine in downtown it's just this little little thing that i that i definitely miss about the christmas time so uh, mm-hmm. you're in iceland and and as you said the what i wrote down as a point is the variety of bars and clubs i mean okay i lived in berlin before i moved to reykjavik that's of course a complete switch um but you you have all kinds of the the same kind of clubs you know you have the dance clubs pretty much all play the same music yeah or you have places like uh was it pablo discoba mm-hmm the, with with the old school music, with the yeah. 80s music. Yeah. Does this even still exist? Yeah, yeah. Still exists. Um, not this weekend, by the way. COVID cases rising. We have to close all our bars. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Icelanders. Um, yeah, so you don't have like a techno club or something, you know? You mm. don't have... Like in Berlin, you don't even need to look for it. You have so many techno music clubs. And here it's really... You have almost... No, you don't really have techno music. So yeah, the the variety of going out options is very small. Although, to be honest, I don't really go out anymore. I feel like this this time is over for me. I just like to be at home, puzzle, 
play Fall Guys on the PlayStation and <laughs> watch some Netflix. Um, I don't really feel like partying anymore, but if I would, then it's hard, it's hard to find a good club. Sorry. <laughs> okay, another big minus point if you want to move here, especially the rent prices and the property prices are insane. I mean, we bought an apartment for the same amount my friend in Denver bought a house. So she bought a house. Hi, Stephanie. <laughs> she bought a house. Uh, I don't know how many square meters. And I know you guys don't understand meters. Uh, a house, like a big house, you know, a few bedrooms and a beautiful garden. I'm so jealous. And we have for almost the same amount, I think we have an apartment of uh, 50, 60 square meters. Uh, 62. Yeah. So you can see that if if you move to Iceland if, or if you move to Iceland and if you if you're a freelancer and it doesn't matter where you live then you should definitely look outside of the capital area especially yeah. in the east in the north i mean in the west fjords you find you can buy a house for a pretty okay amount of money yeah, but if it's you plan pretty, pretty pretty expensive to live in Iceland in general yeah yeah yeah, I just wanted to start with the rent prices because this is the first thing you need housing. You need you need a, an apartment. So even people who are, you know, in their 30s, 40s, they still live in shared apartments because it's just so expensive. Yeah. And if you don't plan to be here forever and you're not a student, it gets pretty hard. I mean, like I said, I lived in a garage and I paid... I think about probably a thousand dollars per month rent, even though I know it would only be uh, temporarily temporary. Yeah, I think the average, I think the average is like one fifty, one sixty, right? What do you mean one sixty? One hundred sixty thousand. Uh, rent, yeah. I, I mean for so. a, for an average fifty, sixty, even seventy, eighty square meter apartment, you will definitely pay 200,000 or more. Yeah, yeah. So I think the average is about 160 160,000 to 180,000, which is about 1100 to 1400 dollars a month. Yeah. I think that's the average. And of course, while before COVID, while Iceland was still such a booming uh tourist booming country, yeah. you really had trouble to find anything because people could just take any price from you they could rent it out for as an airbnb for tourists for so much more money they could just make a thousand dollars a week as possible in the high season so yeah definitely a, a, a problem if, if i can call it a problem is to find to find a nice place to live in yeah. and if you if you want to live alone then it gets much much harder if you have a partner it's okay you can if you can share the rent, but if you want to find like a a studio apartment, that is going to be hard. Not right now, I guess, because a lot of hotels starting to rent out their rooms, and all the Airbnb people rent out to to normal to normal uh, citizen. Um, 
it's it's something you should really consider. How do you want to live? What kind of job are you aiming to do here in Iceland? Uh, what will the income be? You can pretty much find that out. I think there's like there are a lot of tables that show you the minimum income and the income for office jobs and the income for sales jobs and so on. And then you should really think about, okay, what are you going to pay uh, for rent? Half of your salary or maybe 60, 70% of your salary? That's just, that's really the question. Um, and then on top of that is, of course, prices for food and alcohol. Food is, I feel like food is okay, depending on how you live. We recently started to do a lot of meal prep, uh, buying a lot of vegetables and uh, cooking them on a weekend, eating them during the week. And if you buy at bonus, you can save a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's also where you buy it. If you buy it in bonus, the uh, the yellow stores with the pink pig, <laughs> that's the cheapest. This and pig looks so drunk. Yeah, and also the also the yellow store with the uh, uh, coin. Coin, yeah, Kronan. The, the coin man. Oh my God, we are going to get a Kronan in our neighborhood. I can't wait. Yeah. We already have a Kronan in our neighborhood. No, but in our neighbor neighborhood. Yeah. I don't... Even closer. Even closer. It's going to be like 400 <laughs> meters closer. No. Life-changing experience. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, yeah you so should... The, so, the yellow stores really save you a lot of money because there used to be a store closer to us called Novatun, which is pricing itself on average 100 or 200 krona above. Mm-hmm. So, that's like a dollar more per item. Yeah. Almost. So you can imagine it really starts to tick. And that's the like I think that's the lowest the lowest ones, you know. I mean when I when I started to live here, I think that's something a lot of people do. I just, you know, went to the grocery store somewhere, yeah. bought this, bought that, and then it really adds up. So I really it started does. to plan my money and I cannot spend more than you know, 10,000 a week, which is a lot. Let's say for a single person, 5,000 krona a week probably, depending on what you do. If if you enjoy wine and beer, it gets even more expensive for yeah, you. Yeah, beer can be a little bit expensive. I think the the average beer price is about three, 300, 400, 400 krona, krona, I think yeah. so. So that's like... Three dollars? Two, I think. And if you're yeah, a wine like wine lover, then... Yeah, two, 400 krona is about $3, yeah. Yeah, $3 per... But we're talking about small cans. Um, 33... Some, sometimes bigger cans, but usually small cans, yeah. So we're talking about 300 milliliters. 330, yeah. Yeah. So this is something... And yeah, if you, if you like wine... Then if you like wine... Then it can be... Good luck. Uh, pretty, pretty expensive as well. But there are good wines you can find in between. Another point that can be very difficult is to find experts, to find, uh, for example, a plumber or someone who just helps you with something like a handyman, if you need a handyman. Um, Because Iceland is so small or the population is only 300,000, there are not like hundreds of plumbers in this country. And we needed a plumber once, and I think you called several people, and yeah, they all were available yeah. after like a week, a week or, or two. Yeah. So you really need to know someone. 
or you need to know someone that knows someone. You just you just need to, yeah. It's it's more difficult. But isn't to it isn't it universal with plum, plumbers? I feel like everyone always needs a plumber or an electrician. Or an electrician, yeah. I mean, you don't have these like yellow pages here in Iceland where just no. everyone is in. You just gotta know people. Yeah. And if you if you have a big project like you're building your own house, then well, and you just you're just like a foreigner here in this country. Good luck. Yeah. Finding someone. Well, we have yahoo.is, the yeah. online site where you can look for people. And also something very important where you have to do get used to here in Iceland is people call each other all the time. There's not like email and online booking or stuff like that. People just call each other. Yeah. I Always. Like for everything. I call. You even call Domino's, I mean. Yeah. Call <laughs> no one pizza. calls Domino's. I am I am limiting their expansion options because they cannot <laughs> Take out the call center because they need because to. Because there's this one guy the phone, always yeah. calling us. Yeah. We'll, we'll go over that later. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, if you, I would say if you're American, but that also goes for Germans and I guess Europeans. If you love to online shop, well, say goodbye to online shopping. Yeah. I, I ordered, yeah, guilty. I ordered quite a lot of things on Amazon during my time in Berlin. I didn't have a car, so if I needed a toaster or something big, I don't know, I ordered it on Amazon. Um, and here, online shopping doesn't really exist. No. You cannot order, you can order from Amazon, but you, you know, there is no Amazon storage, like there is no facility here in Iceland, so you need to pay a lot of shipping and taxes, so it's not really worth it. No, or you do AliExpress. Yeah, and there are so many things. Like if you want to buy something specific, there are so many things that just do not ship to Iceland. Mm-hmm. Like the cat tree that we're trying to. That, that's a, that's a problem. <laughs> that that can be a problem as well. Um, but the yeah, it can be really annoying that if you want something, and there it's it's like a specific thing, and you just cannot get it because of the because you need to. You know, it just does, doesn't ship to Iceland. Yeah, and you really... Okay, if you want to order something to Iceland, you have to go to the page, I think it's called totlur.is, yeah, yeah. and, and a calculate the taxes you will there's pay a, because it can it can be insanely expensive yeah, depending well, on the that, item. It's not that difficult, though. You just It's 24% tax on things and 11% tax on food. But if you want to buy in... so. If you want to getting getting again to the alcohol, if you want to buy in alcohol, because you can you can do it. So the Icelandic government has a monopoly on alcohol, so mm. everything goes through the government. But you can talk to the government, or you can talk to um, the the liquor stores, and you can special order from abroad. But you will just have to pay the bottle, the shipment, and the fees. So the the toll fee, I think it's eleven eleven percent for the uh, tax, uh, but then there's an alcohol um, fee as well. <laughs> so you need to pay the alcohol fee, and I think the fee for the alcohol at like at least that was I checked this the other day, and it seems to be one hundred fifteen krona per percent after two point twenty five. So if Jesus. you so if you buy a bottle that is of wine that is thirteen percent alcohol, you're paying like seven eight hundred krona 
in alcohol fees on top of the bottle. But that's what I was talking about, uh, checking toddler, I asked, because I think there is also a service fee you have to pay every yeah. time yeah. that they handle your package. It's not just the extra tax that comes on top of it. It's just really difficult. Yeah. I mean, you can... But I, I bought you some uh, sunglasses and I shipped them here and it wasn't that expensive. I don't remember how much Maybe it was. because it was a smaller item. I, uh, maybe so ordered damn a, cute. I ordered a bathtub. That was the biggest item I ever ordered, a, like a plastic bathtub. Mm-hmm. And I think they, they calculated something wrong because I paid very little taxes on that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so pretty much online shopping doesn't exist in Iceland, which is also nice. You still have to go out to get something, go into a store, um, there is the possibility from the electronic store, Elko, to order online, but in yeah. the end you have to pick it up, right? Or you, you, I mean, it just, everything is so close if you're in Reykjavik, it doesn't really make sense no. to ship it to your no. place because most people have cars and then they just pick it up. Yeah, but I think online delivery is getting bigger in Iceland. Now, yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think there's becoming a market. Also food delivery. If you love food delivery, that's not really a thing in Iceland either. No, yeah, and it's really yeah, expensive. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, and there's almost just like if if there's not a pizza place, there's a there's a site called Aha, mm-hmm. which has delivery, but they have very limited delivery options, and especially it doesn't make sense for like two people to do it because I think if I remember correctly, the minimum order delivery cost is about fifty sixty euro. Mm-hmm. So uh, to get like a free delivery, you need to spend 50, 60 euro. And in a lot of these places, if you want to spend 60 euro, you need to order for four or five. I mean, it's understandable. It's it's a small country. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make sense for them to deliver everything. Then they're just delivering for two people there and two people there. And I yeah. think it's a lot of costs that comes on, on top of everything else. Definitely. W- and would make the food even more expensive. So, however, the main pizza place here in Iceland, I don't know about the US, I think it's not Domino's, but here in Iceland, Domino's is just yeah. ruling. Yeah. It's, it's it's the, the main biggest. pizza place. And on Tuesdays, they have the Tuesdays offer where Domino's pizza is 1,000 krona. The waiting time to pick up your pizza is sometimes <laughs> 60, 70 minutes. I think it's more. I think it's like 90, 120. I think it's an hour and a half, two hours sometimes. It's just, it's just such a bargain to get a pizza for 1,000 yeah, krona, which is about 1, $6. Yeah. That's like the cheapest. And yeah, it's it's like one of the cheapest food you can get. So for on Tuesdays, it's like almost everyone. I think one third of the population probably orders Domino's. I, I think at least one third every month people order at least one time Domino's. And it's it's worth to mention all the things we're saying now is basically we're talking about the capital area. Yeah. But if you decide to move into the countryside, then it's not just no online shopping and no food delivery. It's also that you need to have something on storage of your food because it can always if you're living in a remote place in Iceland I I know about some places they eventually are cut off in a snowstorm for about a week and then you really need enough food there and of course it's happened to my mom my (laughs) mom yeah my mom was in school in Lögavan that's not so far away no but it's in the like 
1960s mm-hmm. or something. And the school got snowed in, so they got trapped in Leon. And I, I think in the end, they got milk delivered by helicopter. Crazy. <laughs> All right. I mean, we almost got snowed into our summer house. Yeah. In the winter time. Yeah. Which was well, also we, in Lögavat. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. Was it in Lögavat? And yeah, we also I got so. cut off. But I mean, yeah, we, we had went. to. We had to. We had to stay. Uh, we had to wait the weather for a few hours in Selfos. Yeah. And it was like a. It was funny because it was a work trip. So everybody from work went together, <laughs> and then we were laughing, thinking like, okay, what if we don't get home in time? You know, no one will be able to work. Company will just go on the site the next day. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a work trip. It was just like... Yeah, 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 but it was people from work. People from work. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a work trip, but it was everybody from work just hanging out together in a summer house, which was super nice. And in this case, we would just say Theta Redast. Yeah, exactly. Which we're going to explain in the next episode. (laughs) So, um, there is one more thing that the German wants to mention that I (laughs) I feel that most people in Iceland are very unorganized with everything that's just because you Germans are so goddamn organized this is something but still you (laughs) yeah 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 you just like to you just like to think that everything's organized you're not as organized as you think Thank you. <laughs> um, trying my best. It's because I live so long in Iceland. I get, I'm getting unorganized, you know. Mm-hmm. Rubbing off on you. It's, it's, it's starting with not getting a contract when you rent. That's really, it's pretty common. You don't get a contract if you rent an apartment. You don't get a contract if you if you start a job, and. The communication is often very, very bad. So you have to get used to ask people several times until you get an answer, until you get the information you need. So it's something that uh, a person told me once after I moved here. She moved away from Iceland when she was in her teens and she she never came back to, to live here. And she told me, if you want something... Here in Iceland, you have to talk to people. You have to request it. No one is gonna just give you something. No one is just gonna come and help you. You really have to. You really have to make your way in, like asking for help and telling people what you need. Which is hard for me. I mean, I'm not that. I would say I'm not that outgoing person. Always asking for help and asking people for advice. But this is how the, Iceland I'm works. I'm the opposite. You're, you're the opposite, and that's why we're so good together. Yeah, I always ask everyone of everything. But now I'm pushing you to ask. Yeah. Uh, it's it's just, you know, okay. You, it just you have to saves get... you. No, but the thing is, it just saves you so much time to just ask people. I do it all the time. I just ask. I sometimes, when I'm looking for a product, I just call a company and ask, do you have it? And they say no. And I say, do you know who has it? And then they just point me to somebody. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. These guys definitely have it. I think for me it's also the language barrier that 
Icelanders have maybe a little bit more trouble to answer my questions in English and it's more trouble for them to talk English just because I don't talk Icelandic. I think it just always saves you time just to chat with people. English, Icelandic, doesn't matter. I mean, when, when I went to Russia, I just asked everybody for everything instead of like Google Maps using, you know. Yeah, but if you, if just keep in mind, if you're an organized, crazy person like me sometimes, you should really calm down when you move here. I had these situations sometimes when I, when I looked at my co-workers just like, why is this not organized? Where is all this stuff? Why don't we just make this like... You know, improve this why, why process. Don't, why and don't we Germanize this office? <laughs> and then they just look at me like, no, nah. you know, it's it's gonna be eventually done someday or maybe never. Doesn't matter for us. So there's a there's a lot of improvement that could be done with how you organize your daily life in Iceland. Hope I'm not stepping on too many toes. Yes, but you know what I mean. Um, you have to get used to things are maybe a little bit slower here in Iceland, although Iceland has the most work hours of all European countries. So you work the hardest. You crazy people. Yeah. It's because, it's because you're best. so unorganized. You always say It's because we're the best. <laughs> all right. So these were all our points that... We not dislike about Iceland, but it makes life a little bit harder here. It's still a pretty country to live in. We're not complaining. And uh, I hope this gives you some idea of how life in Iceland is. Just keep in mind, you know, dominoes on Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. And if you're, a, if you're a vegan, you're pretty lucky. There are a lot of vegan vegetarian options here in Reykjavik, just in case you're interested in that. And yeah, if you want to move here, go ahead. Do it's, it. It's worth it. We have water and stuff and, yeah, and air. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, guys. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Next week, we're going to talk about phrases that Icelanders use and that no one really understands. But we're going to tell you. Yeah, we're going to talk about nice everyday phrases. Going to enlighten you on Icelandic phrases. All right, stay tuned. Bye.